What up, what up, everybody? It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy, Tasman Holloway, man. You locked into another episode. It's my, hold on, it's mine. Make sure my guy's not crooked, though. Man. Hold on, let me just make sure my dude, Nipsey, ain't crooked, man. You can't be doing that. <laughs> Crooked business with Nipsey, man. You know what I mean? Make sure my joint ain't crooked, man. All right, man. Yeah. And make sure chopping it up ain't crooked either, man. We can't be having no crooked business in here, man. You know what I'm saying? Everything but, uh, fresh. Everything fresh, man. So, uh, yeah, welcome back to Chopping It Up, man. Episode, I believe, 15 or 16. I don't know, man. We've been, we've been on a roll this last week, man. But, um, man, uh, super great. Gracious to be who I'm in the uh, room with right now. Uh, shout out to my guy, Steve Canty. Uh, one of my longtime friends, colleagues, friend, you know, we've just been rocking for like, I think over like last seven, eight years. Um, time been flying. Time, yeah, fly, time been flying. <laughs> Met him through another colleague of mine. Uh, shout out to my dude, uh, Dre, AKA, uh, which you want to call him? Because <laughs> he was your roommate. Was he go by uh, Gorgeous Gorgeous Dre? Gorgeous Dre, or what's his what's his what's his other name? He go by Craft. My boy Craft Cheese, man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we met years ago. I think I was cutting the mall, and then uh, uh, Dre was obviously coming through there. I didn't even, I didn't really know Craft at the time. Uh, he was coming through there. I think he was um, his son was getting cut or something like that, and I was cutting in there. And then uh, I think eventually we ended up linking up on some music stuff and. Um, uh, they were calling you. What was your rap name at that time? Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve, right? <laughs> so, Don't forget the two Bs. Yeah, so Scuba Steve was uh, rapping, and I believe that uh, man, what's the word I want to use? Like he had, he had. I think he was coming to the shop and say, "Hey, man, like I rock with you. What you got going on? Like, uh, what you getting some music shit, man?" He, I think you were roommate with Kraft at the time. Yeah, that was a minute ago. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. that's back in the day. So they're roommating over there by TCC, I believe. Yep, that one. Yep. They had a little crib over there. And then we locked in, became cool over time. Um, I was heavy on my music gun back then. And Steve was like, yo, man, let me get a feature, man. Like, what's good? And we were supposed to lock in. And then I ended up going through, like, all my little stuff and taking my L and, you know, falling to the floor. And um, that's why I thought it was important to bring them on this episode because, like, you know, I like people, bring people on my podcast who have, like, a story, who don't give up, um, and who, who just who just fight fight through this thing we call life you know what i mean uh very important this is not an easy life that we live and uh he has a crazy testimony that we'll get into before we dive into it um tell them a little bit tell the people a little bit about yourself steve well shoot i was born and raised in tacoma mm-hmm. uh you know went to falls graduated from falls left falls went to eastern washington for a couple years okay and then uh, came back because I was having a son. Okay, okay. And then, yeah, through through all that, I kind of found music as well. And then tried to push through. And shoot, since like 20, from, from being 21 to like, shit, 31, <laughs> 10 years, just rapping and trying to find out where to go and who to link up with and just try to do the right thing. The right thing. As far yeah. as that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you start rapping, what, like, who, like, as a child, you know, who was some of your influences to get you into rapping? Like, well, who did you listen Like, when you were coming up, who did you listen to? Like, yo, this cat, like, he got, like, you know what I mean? Like, who was uh, one of your favorite, like, name, name some of your favorite artists that motivated you, inspired you to be um, getting into rapping. Shit, the crazy, the crazy thing is, is I really just listened to everybody. Like, I listened to everything back then. Oh, really? It's just whatever MTV was playing, too. So, I mean, you got, uh, of course, you know, the Tupac, the Biggie, Jay-Z, you know, all the classics, Nas and all them. Hell yeah. But then uh, 
they was playing a lot of rock and stuff too. And I think around that time too, there was the Lincoln Park. They started playing and rapping and rock. And, oh shit! You know yeah, what I mean? Lincoln Park was dope back then. Yeah, just a lot of I was just I was listening to everything. And uh, at the time, I didn't even really want to do music. I just liked music. So music didn't really. I didn't really think I was going to start doing music probably until about college, until I kind of seen the business, started realizing certain things of it and what it is and what you got to do and what Instagram and Snap, like all that stuff was getting popular. Yeah. And, you know, Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. So you, you started seeing, you kind of could start seeing a way to, to, to get to it. Okay. Okay. And so at that time, you know, um, you find, you transition and you start doing your thing. How do you connect with craft? Uh, I knew craft from high school, mm-hmm. but I, we didn't really hang out or nothing. Probably just said, what's up, you know, passing time and stuff. So, Facts. uh, it was one day, I think 2018 it was, I did a show at New World. Okay, uh, over there, uh, over there in Lakewood. Yeah, I did a show at New World, and he had he had a performance too, and that's when uh we linked up, and I was like, oh shit, you do music, you know, it's that whole thing. You do music, I do music. Oh shit, let's do something. Okay, and so you guys link up on a music tip, and then uh, it just takes off. Yeah, and it just took off. We just kick it, made music, and I just hung out. Okay, and so do you feel like um. It was you, Kraft, and who else was brought in? Because wasn't somebody else involved too at the time? Mm, I'm trying to think. Because who was wasn't this is uh, a minute ago? Yeah, there was so many faces in and out. <laughs> uh, uh, was was the guy that involved in your accident? Wasn't he staying with you guys too at that time? Uh, not back then. I didn't know him back then. No. Uh, he came around at like. Yeah. So before we get into that, because we want to get into that, I don't want to speak because that's important part of this uh podcast so yeah. okay boom so you're rapping with you're rapping with craft you're doing shows you're traveling around getting stuff done um where 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 are you seeing yourself going because then um, i stumble across your music and i'm like yo dude's like dude's nice like he's he's going in so like uh let me think so we did we was doing shows and stuff trying to just trying to get things going yep and then it's so hard to even recall. There's a lot of stuff. Just you just fall out with people sometimes. Yeah, music. You know, life especially happens. in this city, man. Music out here is like yeah, life crazy. happens. You know, people having kids and stuff like that. So there was always like we'd be on a good run and then just for months stop and then start up again and then stop. Yeah. So nothing really could could get like a good uh, momentum on it. Okay. So so you're doing your thing musically, and then um, I end up running into Steve and or. You know, um, rap name Scuba. <laughs> Scuba. And I call him. I call him. I call him Scuba. Uh, but yeah, you know. But um, uh, it's just crazy, man. So he gets into music, and we're we're linking up, we're kicking it, and the pandemic happens. Yeah, well, so pandemic, pandemic happens. happens. Uh, everybody kind of like stopped rapping. I feel like at that time. Yeah, like no like, shows, nothing was nothing going, was going on. on. Kind of just back to the regular grind. Going, Correct. Going in the nine. So to at five. that time, what are you doing in nine to five? Was uh, I was truck driving. Truck driving. Yep. So I was just, luckily I was one of the workers, who was the essential workers. So I just kept pushing. Okay. I got to work through all that. Okay. And so then you're you're driving trucks, but then you eventually find yourself kind of um, not really focused on music as much. You kind of start getting into your hustle. Yep. Yep. Then, uh, what? Probably that's when. Uh, 2021. Old, that's probably when old boy starts coming in the picture. Yeah. Uh, so we so we all made music and everything, and uh, well, from there, we just started realizing like, oh, we should all probably just roommate and be cool and shit. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
you know, so end up getting a house. This is about 2021. 2020, 2020. I think we, okay, get, yeah, we get a house. and uh, But at the time, Kraft wasn't living with us. Yeah, he was, yeah. Because I remember I had my shop still uh, over there on South Tacoma Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the crib over there, Span Away. Yep, everything going smooth. Yep. Uh, and then West. You get it, you, you get it, you get you kind of start getting into betting though. Yep, so that's I, around yeah. the time then, uh, then, uh, what they move, uh, what's it called, Emerald Queen? Yeah, they open the they new Emerald the Queen. So, yeah, so the Emerald Queen Casino, if you guys aren't familiar, we're, we live on the West Coast, we're in Seattle, uh, but to, we're in the Tacoma region of Seattle, and they opened this new casino in 2020. It's crazy, like for us, it's like a it's like the Las Vegas. Uh, setting in our city, we didn't, ha- we never had anything like that before. Like we have some okay casinos, but this one was like, a this pretty- was dope. Yeah, it was dope. It was big for especially for Tacoma and Fife area in the South Pierce County. Well, Pierce County and the South King County area it was big. Um, they bring it in. I went for. I remember I went for the grand opening. I was like, damn, they got chandeliers in there because right. prior to that they had EQ- EQC, and it was like a little like it was kind of like old and like it was outdated and yeah i honestly never even really oh been to it was casino like until, oh man it was, i mean compared to what they built now that's just like they went ham on that one um so they bring it they brought mgm sports betting up to seattle um it took a little time but they launched the casino in 2020 i believe sports betting came around like 2021 ish mm-hmm. i want to say like uh, mgm uh partnered up with these guys or i don't know how they did it but they built something called a sports book. You know what I'm saying? And it's dope as hell. Like, they got a dope ass, um, one second, 100 chairs, maybe. Yeah, we've got some recliners in there. And they got recliners. They're doing, they doing the fight parties. They're doing all the NBA, NFL. Uh, it's, it's dope. And, I, and and so you got introduced to that. How? Uh, my roommate at the time, he was going up there. He had friends that betted and all that. I wasn't really into it, but, you know, I went a few times, seen it. Sometimes they win. Sometimes, most of the time, lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried a few times. I lost. Mm-hmm. But then what what really started happening is uh, I was like, fuck, I, I'm pretty good at the UFC. Let me just bet fighting only. Okay. And okay. Then, my, then my shit took off. So, so you start betting on UFC and that shit just took off? Just took off. It was going crazy. It started It started with one bet because, you know, at first I'm just betting with my uh, paychecks, you know, and that's whenever you got bills and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, you had a little money to spare. I think I put my first bet ever was uh, 300 on Francis Ngannou. Mm-hmm. And that was a rough fight, too. I think he had it like he went into that fight with like both his ACL, MCL tears and everything. But he still got the job done. So I think that 300, he was an underdog, too. So that 300 got me uh, 300 even. So I just picked up 600. But yeah, after that bet, it was it was took off after that. It was up on to the next one. Every weekend I was just watching who's fighting, started studying shit, started you know, so now you just going crazy. Piece it together. So yeah. twenty twenty one, you're just going crazy in the bet and like just, just going crazy. It starts going crazy. I'm hitting every single parlay. It got to a point where I'm just putting, I'm putting a hundred dollars on like six, seven tickets, just trying to like, all right, if this one, if this one misses, maybe this one will hit. Blah blah. blah. Shoot, luckily, you know, every single time I would at least have one, one or two winners in there that would catch. Yeah, and the parlays for people who aren't familiar with parlays, that's basically like when you choose multiple bets and then the, your odds you get paid a lot more mm-hmm. because the odds are kind of stacked more against and you. I was hitting five six seven eight nine sometimes ten parlays yeah. damn so you need all ten of those people to win to even get your to even win and if you, one and, person loses and, it's over and you smack it every time damn <laughs> so yeah shout out to Steve he going crazy so uh 
you know, he's killing the parlay game. Um, now you're kind of in the emotion. So now people around you are kind of seeing like, yo, this dude's like doing his thing type shit. Yeah, like, and then you start seeing your friends or, you know, roommates and everybody like they ain't really as happy as you. You jumping up and down like, yes, I finally hit. And then, you know, in the video, you kind of you see your homies over there kind of salty. Damn. Maybe he only, maybe lost or maybe he only hit for like 100 or 200 bucks. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, 1700 Oh, this time 3700 just getting salty. I was just he was going crazy like that. It was crazy, bro. I'm telling Damn. you. Damn. The Francis Ngannou was 300, got me six. Then I think the following one was like the Sean Strickland fight. I think I got like 900 off of that. It just kept getting bigger and bigger, and I started having more money to put down on my bets. And then after that, it was like it was like 600, 900, 1700, 2300, and then the biggest one was like 3700, and then back to 2000. It was just it was going crazy. Damn. Plus, I'm still truck driving, so you know you got that check every week too. So I'm just, just like I'm just up, just going crazy. So okay, so you start going crazy. So then I run into I run into him because he's been coming to the shop, uh, getting cut, and he's like, "Yo, fam, like this is last year." He's like, "Yo, fam, like shit's going crazy. Like I'm I'm fucking with the sports betting. Like man, I made like I think he said me like I'm thinking some like eight bands or something. It was something crazy. Yeah, I was I was up. He was it was crazy. <laughs> it was something crazy. I was like, what? Because I have been. Uh, Watching this guy at Las Vegas, we have been talking about him, uh, Mozzie. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we have been talking about Mozzie. We're like, man, that dude's going crazy. He's happening like, yo, I'm, I'm on my shit right now. So I was like, yo, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, let's 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 get it popping. So I started going out in the casino with him and doing my bets, and then we started hitting. Uh, we hit a few, hit a few, and I always made sure like we I played like you know, uh, made sure he got his payouts, um, and then we started just kind of lock it in. And it's around the May, uh, around April last year, April, May. Um, you know, um, I get a phone call. Or mm-hmm. either that or you saw it on uh something that something I don't remember if it was a phone call or somebody hit me and he I had just seen him. Literally, I just talked to him like I want to say 48 hours. Um prior to that happening. I, we had just literally talked, I think we hit a week before, and then uh, he was he, I could just see it in him though. Like he was just moving. Like I remember I met him at the casino one night, I gave him some money because you know we had hit. And I always take care of my guy. Like, you know, if he throw me a play, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of him. So um he uh he's like, I'm going to Seattle, I'm going to Seattle. He's all dipped in butter, you know, going crazy. I think, yeah, didn't I get a hair? I probably yeah, got yeah. a haircut. Yeah. We were at the casino before. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. He got, got cut the day or two before. And then uh I get a, I see online or I get a phone call or something. That he's involved in a tragic accident, and uh, I'm just blown away because I'm like, yo, I was just with my man like not even 48 hours ago. Like, I just seen him. We just chopped it up. It was talking shit, and um, it was when it when I initially seen it, it fucked me up because I was like, because I all I seen was he was paralyzed. You know what I mean? All I seen online, the first thing I seen was. As he was laying in the bed and he was trying to talk or whatever, he's paralyzed and mm-hmm. uh, t- it, tubes in my throat. And so it was it, it fucked neck me up. Brace. Yeah, neck brace fucked me up. Um and uh yeah, man, let's get a little bit into that. So um so things are going well with you. You're killing in the sports betting. Mm-hmm. Obviously you got people around you who aren't really like I don't want to say like the the problem with success is I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it a hundred with y'all. The problem with success before we go into this is that everybody wants to bring everybody with them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to bring everybody to the top. Everybody wants to have everybody around them when everything's going great. 
And you're gonna catch, you're gonna learn fast and quick that everybody around you ain't, ain't your ain't your friend or your homie. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a prime example of you know this this testimony of why you know you can't trust everybody. You just can't. And so Steve's doing his thing, killing it. And yeah, that's happening. And then yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, shit. Even even going to the studios. So at this time we're going heavy. Mm-hmm. Around this time, so I'm winning, getting my money. So money's not a. Yeah, issue you were no even more. shooting videos, not to interrupt you with uh, focus at that time. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're shooting going. videos. Mm-hmm. Everything's smooth mm-hmm. for for once. I'm not tripping about money no more. So we're just pushing through. Uh, I mean, at this time, I'm like, I'm the verses I'm doing is cool. Everybody that's in the studio, because we sometimes have a big group of people with us. Everybody that's there is just loving what I'm doing, what I'm saying, you know. So. Uh, I was the type of person, you know, as a team player, like just to just to pick a group, like say, if, I, I, like I don't care if I'm the ASAP Rocky or the Ferg, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. Just I, play my position. I just want people. I just want my whole everybody around me to win. Facts. And I knew, too, at the time it was uh, dope to have, be a group. You know, so like, you know, different characters. You got one that's probably a little hot headed. You got one that's chill, laid back. That was always me. You got the other one that's goofy and loud. You know, that, that shit was cool to me. So I was like, you know, I, I I never was jealous of nobody. I was always, hey, spit that shit. Do some, you know, that shit was hard. You know, always bringing up my everybody around me and everything. But uh, I don't know. I guess apparently things weren't the same. That energy wasn't reciprocated for me. So uh, but at the time, I don't know any of this. You know, mm. you, you kind of see the vibe, but you still don't really, I still didn't, it didn't really compute. Like this is dangerous almost like, you know, this is like Scary. Some, some deep jealousy, mm-hmm. you know, cause and I've been here, I've been here yeah. before. So everything you're saying, like I've been down this road of like, uh, trusting, putting trust in people and then they're going to show you, you know, firsthand, like how they getting down. So you just mm-hmm. kind of move, you're kind of moving naive in a way, right? Yeah. Like you're like. Thinking these guys are your boys, you guys. Yeah, are- everything's gonna be smooth. Mm-hmm. Whatever we're doing is, it's just what we're doing. You know, everything's gonna be good. But yeah, I guess it wasn't really like that. So, one night we end up going to uh, what was it show? What are those uh, show box or yeah, like one one of the one of the clubs out there, X Stadium, I think it was or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That was smooth. Everything was good. Party the whole time. Uh, I forgot the dude's name that we shot with, but we met the videographer up there and we're partying, chilling, everything's going good. And then uh, we go to leave. So this is me, my roommate. I don't even know if I should say his name or not. I personally wouldn't say his name because we don't want nobody coming after us. That's what I felt like. Yeah, yeah. we don't want to say his name because we don't want, I mean, I, I'm not yeah. worried about nobody. I'm just saying. Right, right. It's right now you're dealing with law, law court and laws. And if you know, if you know, you know. That's what I was going to uh, say. Yeah, if, if you, you know, know, you know. Yeah, that's that's all that matters. If yeah. not, then. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't got to say his name, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was me, my roommate, and then my roommate's uh, cousin. We go, we party. That's all good. Nothing, nothing, nothing happening. And then uh, on the way back to Tacoma, I fall asleep. I wake up. We just at the casino already. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, whatever. It's, it's kind of a part of what we do. It's part of the hustle. So I'm not tripping, still not thinking nothing of it. We go to the casino. Uh, my roommate goes. He he likes to play uh, blackjack and all this, the card games. I'm not really into it. I'm strictly sports betting. Uh, but he was playing that stuff. I think he got down like 200 and then uh, was asking me for money because he knew I was up. But that week, particular week, I had lost. 
like 600 bucks. So I'm all about management, bankroll management. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if I, I have know what it. You yeah. got to know what it is. Like Miley say, your money is your bullets. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I knew, <laughs> I knew like, yeah, I could, I could probably give it to him or whatever. But at the time I was just focused on my stuff, my, you know, my stuff only. So I was like, nah, I already lost 600. I'm not, I'm not giving no extra. I'm not, uh, like letting you borrow nothing. Facts. So he goes to his cousin. His cousin gives him his money. He loses that. So he's down like 400, 500 now. And he's coming back to me like, come on, please. Cool, blah, blah. Getting mad about it too. I'm like, nah, nah. And then that's when you kind of, this, this is kind of when I started seeing it for myself. Mm. Uh, like the, the hate, the hate and the jealousy and just hella entitled like Nick, this is my money like why do you think I, <laughs> why do you think i should give you my money facts it doesn't facts. make any sense damn uh so yeah that anyway this is all in the casino uh he gets mad and uh, me and his cousin end up just going back in the car chilling and he he stays there tries to win whatever but loses everything so we're in the whip he comes out. We start. He starts talking. You know, hey, I'm a, I'm sorry for tripping, blah, blah blah. But you was just making me mad. But just stupid stuff. Like, why am I making you mad? Because I'm not giving you my money. You know what I mean? So anyway, one thing leads to another. We start uh, kind of just getting into it because I'm like letting them know, like, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't have to give you anything just because you're my. Whether we're friends or not, like, I lost too, and I'm not about to lose anymore. Why you just lost five hundred? What? How is that a smart play Facts. to That's anybody? How is that a smart play? It's not smart at all. You you yourself lost money, and then your friend lost money, and then he wants to borrow some of your money to try to win back. Like ain't nobody gonna come out of a was that altogether nine hundred dollar deficit? Like I was I was cool off that. So, but uh, yeah, we just kind of kept getting into it, and he was just like, you know, I would have I would have had uh, my girl give you the money back and all that stuff, and I'm like. For first of all, like I'm not a bank, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not the loan person and then, you know, I give this to you and then go get money from somebody else. like y'all handle that. Damn. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? And uh I don't know, I think one thing leads to another. You probably call me a bitch or something eventually. Damn. And, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, my nigga, like Yeah, we homies and all, but you about to get that same energy as a uh, oh boy. Well, there was another altercation that happened like a few months ago. I'm not trying to name names, but, you know, yeah. I basically was like, you're about to get that same energy from me uh, as a old boy got. And then uh, he turned around and sucker punched me. We're still in the whip. Who's so, driving? So his cousin is driving the car. Oh, right? So he's in the pass. He's in the passenger seat of the car. He's in the passenger. He like turn like we're driving. Literally, he turns around like to get on his knees, you know, to turn to face me. And he hits me twice. And that shit just but like instantly, as soon as he hit me, like, boom, boom. I fucking just leap up and I just grab him. I grab him, snatch him out the front seat, bring him to me. I put him, you know, watching all that UFC shit all the time. I, I fucking just muscle memory or just what I've watched all the, for so long. But I grab him, put him under me, fucking somehow roll. And then now I'm on top, on top of him in the back seat. Just hit. I'm just hitting him a few times. Boom, boom. Nothing, nothing major. Cause at the end of the day, it's still your friend, or you think it is. Yeah. So I'm not trying to bloody like him up or nothing. Like it, it, yeah. it basically was more of a tussle than anything. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I did that. Hit him like two, three times, whatever. Um. Then his cousin stops the car. So by then, we're like on Spanaway Loop, in the dark, the darkest part too. It's like three in the morning. 
and uh this the fight kind of spills over into the street we get out we talk a little bit i probably threw like a punch or two and then he just didn't want no smoke you know you know fuck f you you know what i mean that, that's pretty much how it was i'm done f you blah blah walk away and i'm like yeah you know what i'm saying you are you already know <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you, you see me winning you thought you probably you know this is my last thing maybe i could just maybe I, out of everything i could just beat him up yeah yeah couldn't do that either so you know ego probably hella hurt and everything Facts. you know so He's yelling at me, telling me to just walk home. Plus, we're like five minutes, five, ten minutes away. So I wasn't tripping. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, I walk home. He's He'll be there. Cool off. We're going to smoke, chill. And get back to the yeah, like, door. Yeah, it's your homie. Your thing, or so you think. I go to turn around. And uh, at this time, I'm, we're, we're saying shit back to each other, but I could see what's going on. And, and at this time, the cousin and, and him switch. So I see him get in the driver's seat. Cousin gets in the passenger. We're, we're talking, yada, yada. And then I go to turn around and I throw my coat on. And like literally as, I, as soon as I get the coat probably to my shoulders, uh, I hear I hear the car just skirt from where it was and then just hit me. So he just black. He tried to run me over or whatever you want to call it. But I end up uh, going over the car. Damn. But yeah, he floors it. And it was one of those newer cars. So, like, you know how they're pretty silent? You can't really just hear it, hear anything, or else I would have probably moved. I would probably moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah that shit, it was so quiet that, like, by the time I'd probably seen, like, and turned around, is like right when I got hit. So, like, boom, I'm hit. You know what I mean? So, no time to react or jump out of the way or nothing. God damn. But mind you, I'm on Spanaway, I'm on Spanaway Loop. There's no sidewalk or anything. It's just like kind of a, dirt grass gravel you know rock type of there's no cars come by nothing nothing it's like three in the morning so it's pitch black nobody around and uh yeah i go to turn around and walk he floors it and just hits me and instantly can't can't move paralyzed found out later on paralyzed from the like chest like a sternum down pretty much (sighs) instantly couldn't move damn so he hits you, you get paralyzed instantly. Mm-hmm. So you never, never passed out or nothing. So I'm just well aware. Like so, you hit the so you hit the ground. Hit bam. the ground. Uh huh. And I see them drive off. Who I thought was my homies just hit me and drove off. Fuck it. That's the coldest part about everything. Damn. 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 And so, and mind you, before too, also I helped. I feel me. I had a job, you know, because I was truck driving, so. Most of most of my credentials was on the house that we had, so I basically helped this man get a house. Him and his family have a house for because he had a daughter too. Uh, even got him a job at my job. You know what I'm saying? So I did everything I could to try to help, bro. Still served it on me. Damn. Yeah, that's why, it, it, man. Just hearing this shit, man, it's just it's just mind blowing because you go through so much in life and you hear about so many stories and we, I think we take, we don't even take accountability how fast she could change. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, I, I never question God or like, you know, there's obviously a message in this somewhere. Right. And there's a blessing in it too. Right. right. Like it, um, at the time it probably like, it sucks and we'll get back into the story. I just wanted to kind of, um, lay on that. Like, you know, when, when you guys are out there, like, man, I'm having a shitty day or, you know, um, 
man, shit's fucked up for me right now. I can't figure things out. My man was paralyzed, right? And he didn't give up. So he was laying there on the ground, three o'clock in the morning, no cars around. The guy they thought was his best friend just ran him over, paralyzed him from the damn near the neck down. Can't move nothing, right? I, I can move my arms a little bit. They were weak, but I, it was strong enough to at least just move them. But I, but I couldn't, like, push myself off the ground. You know, move or... Are you serious? Barely could just move to, like... I think because I was putting my jacket on, so, like, the hood, you know, the hood will come up to. I think I barely could just kind of... Like, at the time, my fingers or nothing was working. It was just all wrist and shit. Fuck. And I think I kind of just kind of moved my jacket out the way. And uh, lo and behold, as soon as I was hit and they left, somebody had pulled up and kind and saw it. So, like... There was nobody around the whole time, but as soon as the accident or the incident happens, somebody did see that, and kind of that's pretty. That's pretty much probably what saved me, it was just the right time, right place. They saw it, and uh, as fast as I was hit and they left, there was already like a uh, headlights I could see, and they kind of walked up. Are you okay? I'm like, can't move. That's all I remember saying. Like, I can't move anymore. And they called 911. And so, what's at that time? What's going through your head? Pretty much, I can't believe this shit just happened. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, this really Damn. just happened. Like, to think the day before you're hooping and able to jump around and run around, and the very next day, less than 24 hours, you can't even move no more. It's just crazy. They take you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Are you awake at this time? Yeah, I'm pretty much awake the whole time. They take you to the hospital. What happens? They throw me. They throw me in the truck, which hurt, hurt like a motherfucker. By the way, for real? Hell yeah! Like the uh, I could feel. So like, apparently, what happened was my this this will be your spine, right? My shit when it's broke, it fractured and then slipped behind it, but it was still touching. So at this, oh. so so as soon as it as soon as that breaks, you feel me? Nerves and stuff all broke around it. So. As I, I couldn't feel anything, but when they picked me up to move me, I could feel like all of a sudden all the nerves was. It felt like I was on fire. Are you serious? That's what it felt. Felt just fire all through my arms, all down, all down my back. That shit hurt. That was a weird, weird feeling. But they they get me in there. They drive me down to St. Joe's. I'm half in and out because then I think by then they probably give me some painkillers or whatever. Uh, I get to St. Joe's and I remember hearing them like, "Oh no, this is worse than we thought. He has to go to Harborview." Like, we can't do nothing here. So then I end up getting airlifted from St. Joe's to uh, out to Harborview. In a helicopter? Uh-huh. But I don't remember none of that part. I remember them saying, we don't have the equipment here. But then after that, it's just pass out probably or something. I don't know. And then I just wake up in Harborview. Damn. It's crazy. So wake up in Harborview, and now you're like, you can't feel nothing. Yeah, can't. I still can't. Kind of just going through the, the hospital motions. They're wheeling me certain places, and... I'm in and out, falling asleep, waking up because you'll be you'll you'll feel good and no pain. You know, what I mean, the painkiller. But then as soon as that wears off, you're like, oh, I'm hurting again. Like shit hurts again. Damn. So um, what is the mindset when you're like laying in the, in the bed like, yo, like I'm fucked up. Like, like, you know, what I mean, like, like, are you because I, I see the post and it doesn't look like you. And I'm like, I'm, I call you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, like, I think I'm just more blown away because I'm like, yo, I just literally was with my mans. Uh, you know, my man's always coming in, dip new J's on, you know, mm-hmm. and to see him like that, I was like, I was just lost. I was, I just, 
I be having my own shit going on. So when I seen that, I was lost. Like, whoa. Like, uh, I think I called his girlfriend at the time. And I was asking questions. She couldn't really tell me much. And I ended up calling Steve. And thank God he answered. Um, I don't know if he was holding the phone. If they had the phone sitting somewhere, I was able to kind of talk to him. And I got a few questions asked. And I just started crying. I just was, I felt bad. I was just like, yo, like, um, I think we all take this life and we just run and we run and we run and we're chasing, chasing, chasing women. And you know what I'm saying? We're stressing about what, what new shoes we got, what car we drive, uh, this, 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 and, 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 and motherfucker can't walk right now. So when you go into your life and you like, you know, I always say this shit. I think, I always say it too when I go back and forth with real estate in the barbershop. Like in the barbershop world, I own barbershops. I see real shit, right? Like in real estate, I feel like I like it, but it's like it doesn't it doesn't give me that. When I give people their keys to their home or like I see somebody get like a proven loan, I love that. I, I like having people. In the barbershop community, I see the real world. I see people that are struggling. I see people that are like trying to survive nine to fives. I see people like people that are going through real life shit, getting paralyzed. And that's what chopping it up came from because I think everyone doesn't understand that perspective of life. Because everyone's always like about, oh, it's about money. I mean, yeah, I got all that shit, man. I'll tell you right now, I got all the fly shit. I got everything. And it comes and that shit don't mean nothing. Because as fast as you got it, you fast as you can lose it. And besides that, people like I know are going through shit that's way more detrimental than anything. I've ever seen before, and that comes to the barbershop. So, you know, when I seen my man laying in the bed, I was just, I was just, I was torn. I was, I was, lo- I was lost. I was, I felt ungrateful. Um, I was, in, I felt embarrassed. I felt a lot. Of, I felt a lot of, I felt a lot of things because I was like, you know, how's this happening to this kind of guy? The most nicest client I have, never late to an appointment, pays me on time every time. Always, I mean most solid dude I've ever rocked with. I'm talking about like, and we don't, and we don't, we don't hang out every day, but we developed a friendship over time. And I've never, I, he, I just don't understand how it happens to this type of person. Um, you got to watch who you hang out with. You got to watch who you're surrounding yourself with. Um, Judas betrayed Jesus. And you know, Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. When you start getting into uh, yeah, the some, Bible. Of, some of the Bible stuff, it's real. It's, they really it, it, already had yeah, all that stuff already happened. Yeah, you know, Cain it's killed crazy. Abel, then Cain killed Abel or something like that. Or, yeah, I think Cain killed, or Abel killed Cain. One of them in the Bible, I don't want to misreference the Bible, no respect, no point intended. Um, yeah, but, you know, it's 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 just it's just it's just it's just it's life is crazy, man. And I think that when I see my man in that in that predicament, it, it fucked me up. And so his girlfriend at the time, she was she was solid. She was holding shit down, and she had reached out to me, uh, and she wanted me to come cut his hair at the hospital. And obviously, we're still going through COVID, so it's like limited people that could be there. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone could be there like that, and I couldn't see him like that. Um, I was fucked up. I was just torn by it. Um, but I met another client that came through. He's going through rehab at this time. He's going through like because okay, so not to kind of fast for too fast. Did they, did they they did surgery on your back, on your spine. Yeah, yeah. So it was instant instantly did surgery okay. as soon as I got to Harborview. I think they said it was like a sixteen hour surgery. It was, God, it was something real damn. long. They had to do two separate ones. Um, one to just 
put the spine right back together. And then another one when they uh, added the rods and the screws and all that to Fuck. to put it all together. I guess that took like 16 hours altogether. Damn. So at that time, when you're walking, getting wheelchaired around, they're telling you, like, you're never going to walk again. Yeah, they gave me a 5% chance. 5% chance. To 5% walk. chance to walk again. Right. Guys. So literally out of 100 people, only five five of the people with the same injury as me is going to be able to walk. Are again. you walking right now? Walking. You can <laughs> move your hands right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can move all that. It took a long time to get the strength back. Like, so, I couldn't even uh, couldn't even take like a chapstick off, like the uh, cap. Couldn't open you, a bottle of you, water. Can you open this right now? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Show them on camera. <laughs> yeah, all this, all this is there. Uh oh. That's good. It's probably because I got everything in there. But yeah, <laughs> let's hold it right here. Pull it. I want to show you can zip it close. Oh yeah. Y'all seeing that shit? Yeah, right? yeah. Every everything's back. But you back? You want to uh, show me you can stand up real fast? Couldn't pinch anything. Show me you can stand up real fast. Oh, hit the little stand up. Yeah, we moving a little bit. We getting a little back better. Standing up. And they told you you had a 5% chance to walk five, in. 5%. Damn. You guys are seeing this shit. I mean, this is why I had to be my man on the podcast. Um, still still not back to, you know, jogging or nothing. But, you know, at least I can move around on my feet. Fuck. Um, damn. Uh <laughs> just it's just Wild. it's just it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. So he's going through everything he's going through. Um kind of trying to get himself back in the groove. This happened last May. Yeah, May first. May first of twenty twenty two. We are now in, in the end almost end of May a year later. My man's walking, back killing the books again, back doing his shit, and God is great. So not to get to that, because we're gonna get to that in a second. So you, you're in the hospital. They're like, hey, you're never going to walk again. Take us through that mindset. Take us through that that mindset of how did you not give up? Uh, Literally, I, prior to that, you were just walking, kicking it, doing that, playing basketball. And all of a sudden now, you can't even, you can't even, you can't even, you can't even can't open, open a bottle of water. Bottle of water. Oh, can't do anything. So where's that mindset? How do you, how do you stay focused and, and able to like get keep going and shit you know what i'm saying uh, i feel like i just stayed tried to stay positive at the time i wasn't trying to hear it so it was a little little bit of probably the good naive i was just like nah i'm not hearing that there's no way i'm uh, about to just be like this for the rest of my life damn so i just i don't know where you I was, like i was, I was just you, like this ain't can't do it did I you cry at all did you like be honest with you did you did you cry did you Absolutely. like were you depressed Absolutely. Not eating. All, all of the above. Lost weight. Oh, yeah. I lost like 30 pounds. The first like 10 days dropped like 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Crying. Just balling. Just, just like randomly, what? too. Everything would be cool. You know, it's just you, some days it's just normal or whatever. But you might just be live watching TV and then you're just like, damn, you see the sun shining out. I think at the time, too. So this happened on May 1st. May 13th was my son's birthday. He was turning six. So I had to I was in the hospital that whole time. So. There's a bunch of stuff going on. You got the summer going on. Got to sit in the hospital the whole time. Son's birthday going on. Had to sit in the hospital. Uh, yeah. Damn. And then at that time, too, you just instantly overnight, too, you lose you lose your legs and you lose all your friends, who you thought were your friends, too. So all that, all at once. I'm just like, damn. It's just, it's just crazy. Do you think there's a message in this whole thing by God or like the or whoever the higher person is? Do you think there was like a message? What did you take from it? 
Because somebody had your back. I, I, even if you're not even spiritual, I'm just saying, like, right. somebody had your back. I mean, look, look at my man's outside right now. Look, look. Look at him right now, bro. He can, he can barely walk. This is how, look, look. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is God showing him literally that he's real. Look, there's a guy I wish I could show you guys on camera in front of our building right now. He cannot walk. Literally. Look, look at him. Look at him. Yep. Using the walker. That's what I had to start off with. And, and you know you know what he's telling you right now? Look how far you came, bro. Right. He want, he want, he wanted you to hear this, man. He wanted you to believe that he, he got you, man. You know? Um, and sometimes he... He he gave you signs to remove them from your life. But the kind of person that you are, you was like, nah, you know, I'm going to keep rocking with yeah, him. Nah, you I knew got, you I had to get rid pushing. of those guys that you were hanging out with. Right, instantly. I was just and like, it's over for It me. cost you your damn near your freedom. I mean, your freedom of life, you know, and your ability to walk to understand, like, man, it, that shit was no good. Mm-hmm. So um, you're, in a, you're in the hospital this summer. You get released when? Mm, I was there May, June, July. Probably towards the end of July, like, like middle of July. So you 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 get back home, come out the hospital. You're down weight. Your your mind's probably like at the lowest vibration it's ever been in in your mm-hmm. lifetime. You go home. Your yeah. girlfriend's kind of like taking care of you, helping you take showers, mm-hmm. baths, helping you eat everything. Right. Yeah, hold, held me down. Held you down all the way until I can move again. Uh, <laughs> and then what? How do you start? What you're going to rehab? I take it. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you get to where you start even getting movement again? Like, what? How did you dig out of that hole? Like, how'd you? How'd you go? Fuck! Uh, I got to get out of this shit, man. Well, I just I remember. Um, so when this first happened, all the the nurses and doctors always told me like, uh, even if you can't move or do anything, like just try to every day. So every day, from the time the accident happened, I just get up and try to move. Or I'd wake up and then try to like move something, and uh, probably two weeks of doing that. Just the one day I finally wake up and I try to move, but the only thing that ended up moving was like uh, my toe. I think I'm just barely, just a little bit, just wiggled the big toe, and that's when I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, like that's it's crazy to go from no movement and then you're just happy that your your just little toes moving a little bit, and that's when I was like, "Oh, hey, nurse." <laughs> hey, look at this. I'm calling it everybody. Hey, nurse, doctor, look. And then that's when they was like, wow. Like, even I think I had a nurse be like, wow, I've never even seen that happen before. Like, you get, is, yeah, you get, you get real, injured. Man. You come in the hospital and two weeks later after surgery, you start wiggling the toe. I guess they never seen that before. So, yeah, God, God is good, man. Damn. So, damn, God is greatest, man. This, 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 is, a, this is probably one of my most, uh, so far, best podcasts, like, it's 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 bringing me back to humility and and and, and grace to, from God because mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, it could always be worse. It, man, it could <laughs> always be worse, and I, I need this right now because uh, I mean, like, I got everything. I mean, like, I walk around. This is just, you know, this is just some. some I don't know. Like I think, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah! We yeah. all chasing this shit. You, everybody want this shit. Oh, I need money. Oh, 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 I need, I need, I need, I need. And motherfucker came walk out here. He just, he just happened to move his motherfucking big toe. Mm-hmm. Stop being so fucking ungrateful. You know, everybody out here fucking chasing this life and trying to do all this shit, man. Just sometimes slow the fuck down. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't gotta do like everybody else. 
Motherfucker just having to move his motherfucking big toe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, for real. Motherfucker out here. Oh, I don't got my, my, my Wi-Fi is going too slow. Oh, my car is low on gas. Oh, everybody fucking complaining. I be with real motherfuckers. I see it every day. I saw when I got in real estate, I was trying to do all that extra shit in real estate and da 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 with the rat race. I started realizing like, man, that shit ain't me, homie. I'm me, bro. Like, I see real life every day. I'm moving at my pace, bro. I'm in the slow lane now, homie. I used to move fast, bro. I used to move. Shoom. And I went through shit like this. I didn't lose my legs by the grace of God or my feeling, but I lost everything. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I fuck with him so much because, and he seen me go through it. And that's why I, I fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker would have went to Tacoma Narrows Bridge and they getting jumped off that motherfucker head first. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people. This shit is real. You guys understand? This shit is real. Like, motherfucker lose everything. Motherfucker loses feeling his toes, fingers, dealing with, man, life, driving trucks, kids, throwing them in the air. Take that shit and run and, and be thankful, homie. If you could go right, right now, run outside, run outside, run. <laughs> right. Pick your son up, your daughter, throw him in the motherfucking air, kiss him on the forehead, put him back down, and then run back to the house. Right. And he ain't the only person going through this shit, man. There's some people that are going through certain sort of stuff and they're not even enjoying their life. They're not even enjoying the moment. They're not even enjoying the time. I think God parked him for a second because he about to give him his second run. And I know what's coming for this motherfucker right here. I know what's going to have to happen for Steve, man. Because God did not give up on him. God did not say, hey, man, fuck that. You ain't going to have none of this shit. He just, God had to rewrite his journey. And I'm the first platform that really, you know, um, put on a platform publicly. Because I wanted, we, we were... We gonna get into where why we got to this, but yesterday we were sitting in the casino yesterday, and uh, we was chopping it up early in the morning. We did an early bet, and um, I'm just listening. I'm like, man, this motherfucker came so far. I look up to him because I be wanting sometimes to throw all this shit away. I'm like, man, this shit too much, man. I got Turo, podcast, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, barbershop, real estate, business partner, business partner. I got. All these things I'm doing, I've learned lately. I've just been like slowing down with everything. Like, I ain't rushing no more. Like, cause I, I do people like this every day. I'm like, you know, a motherfucker was so happy to move his big toe. He's happy just to probably be able to take a shower now on his own. Mm-hmm. I'm up moving, doing up and moving doing and everything. grooving and just get yeah. So, what is it all for? What are you really doing everything for? Find your why, and you know. We sat at the casino yesterday. We were, were laughing, and he's he just smacked him again. He just had a good run, you know. And it's not always a good run for him. Sometimes he he might fuck a game off. We lost last night, but we keep going. You know what I mean? And um, I really commend you. I want to give you your flowers, and you know, I want to give you your flowers for you know being a stand up guy, being a solid individual, and being and being dope because he didn't give up, man. And you know, I've been through my fair share of hard moments, and we don't give up. We gonna fight, man. One thing about us, man, we're going to fight. We're going to keep going. And, and I think he got way more to go. This is only one year of the plan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is only 12 months after what after what happened. And look what God has done in 12 months. This man is back up and moving. Fresh J's on his feet, moving his arms, moving his fingers. After they told me he had a 5% chance to ever walk again. Mm-hmm. And he's walking and he's talking and he's breathing and he's living. Hey, they, and he, they said I was... They said I was like an inch, an inch away or a quarter, quarter inch away of a, if it was just a little bit more higher, it would have, the arms would have been done. I probably would have been uh, 
Christopher Reeves. Paraplegic type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, blowing in the little the little thing to move around. Wait, what, what's he what's he blowing in? Uh, so there's people like that are just like paralyzed from the neck down. They'll have like a little like a straw looking thing, and they they like blow into that, and that moves their uh, wheelchair. Why they got to blow in it though? Because they can't. That's the only way. Because they can't move nothing. They're just paralyzed from the neck down. The only thing they can move is just their neck back and forth. So you know what I mean. So they can't they can't wheel themselves. They can't even. Yeah. So there's there's a, they got they got this machine where you just blow in a straw. I don't know how it works, but the certain ways you do it, it'll go left, right. It's crazy. And then because uh, when I was in the hospital going through all the therapies, I've seen I've seen a guy like that. He couldn't talk or anything. He just had to use the little straw thing to move around. And then also, I don't know how he did it, but you could also uh, blow in that a certain way and it'll like type for you or some. It was crazy. He had like a little robotic voice talking for him and stuff, but that could have been me. Damn. So, I mean, so damn. Ugh. So here we are a year later. You're back in the books cooking. Cooking. Cooking them right now. It's the best. The best revenge is just to become successful. <laughs> so you're back on the books, cooking their ass at the casino, smoking them, mm-hmm. getting them. No, we're them. not worried about nobody Spoken. this time around. When before I was trying to help all my friends, I was trying to be involved. Like, hey, just do the same play I'm doing. That like we all could have had the same thing. This time I'm just focused on me. I respect that man. He's a good dude, man, and uh, it's, it's good to see it, man, because. Uh, once we, we're going to talk about a little bit about sports betting, though, because we didn't really touch on that. Why do you find the happiness into sports betting? I mean, money, you lose money, so it ain't always peaches and cream. But right. what makes sports betting so fun for you? Like, why do you do it? I think I do it because I just, I don't know. I think I just because I was winning. And you I think you had, like, a special calling in this and to be able to read the games? Because, listen, y'all think sports betting is just going to the casino and then throwing the money on the thing and then walking away. That's not yeah, how it it's works. it's way more it's than way just more than that. throwing money on your on all the favorites or one of the big favorites or So do you do you do homework on on teams you you uh pick? Yep, yep. You got to you got to make sure, you know, if they got a healthy team, you got to make sure if uh who who they're sitting today, who's you know, you know, you got to check all that cuz it's easy to go pick a team thinking you got all the players and then you know, you come to find out, oh, they're sitting LeBron today or something. And you don't, you probably don't want to get a bite of your gyms and shit, but do you have like a certain way how you uh, rectify how you're going to choose what team you're going to parlay, players, things like that? Do you, how do you know? What do you, like, do you have like a person you go to or do you have like some kind of uh, informational site you go to to get the information? So for like for baseball or like anything that, that's outside of UFC, I'll go to another source and kind of just see what they say. You know, just look over a few sources. It's it's no different than looking for a job or like, you know what I mean? You kind of check three or four different things to make sure this is the right one or, you know, it's kind of just applying that same method of thinking. Like, let me let me go check five different sites or whatever and see how many people say that this person's going to win or whatnot. Uh, but with UFC is a little bit easier for me. I could just... I'll just see who's fighting and just look up a few videos of this person, look up a few videos of this person, and then you just try your best educated guess. Like, nah, this person got him. There's no way this person's winning. <laughs> so you, you, so you're, you, do you feel like you're, you're still like kind of in the beginning stage? Because once you start getting a bigger bankroll, you plan on going ham with the betting. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah. It started. It started. I think this run started with seven dollars. Uh, Sixty. Sixty-two dollars. Oh, 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 I want you guys to hear yeah. this. This is crazy. So I missed this part because this was this is what so, this is what triggered this uh, right. podcast really so, to even become about. Right. So, so I'm, I'm so, back down to uh, zero. So yeah, he's back down to zero. Man, it just really warns me because this shit is so powerful. So he's back down to zero. Don't got no money. Waiting on SSI. They're on some bullshit. They're mm-hmm. taking their time. He can't work. He can't make money. Going through things personally in his personal life. You know, we don't want to get too much detail. Um, and motherfucker just put seven dollars on a bet. Yeah, uh, it was like it was sixty-two altogether. So I had seven dollars on one ticket. Cause uh, and the reason why it's so low is because it was just so risky. I think I had like ten people on a parlay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. what eight? I think I had like eight favorites and like three or four underdogs or something. Like it was it was a very rare <laughs> win, but that's why the seven dollars. Got me like six hundred. So you bet seven. You bet seven dollars and won six hundred. Yep, seven dollars won six hundred, and then another another bet was like thirty dollars for five hundred, and then I think twenty five for like another four or five hundred or something. And I ended up hitting all three. And at the same time, so I turned turning sixty two dollars into eighteen hundred dollars in one day. One just one event, just a random Saturday. After a long streak of losing, too. Scott, it's got some fighter, man. Like, you guys got to give him his credit. Give him his credit, man. He's a fighter. He don't he don't believe in quitting. He don't believe in giving up. He's like, yo, I'm just going to keep going until something makes sense. And, he, and I think that's why the dynamic of his life has been where it's at. Because he just doesn't believe in quitting. He doesn't believe in giving up. He doesn't believe in, like, rolling over and just giving like, giving up. I mean, I, I, see, I see big things for my dude, man. I see him. We talk about it all the time. Um, I want to go to Vegas. We, I, want, I mean, he's now. This is my bookie. This is who I use for my my sports betting. Um, I pay him. Um, if you want to come on and get on, uh, reach out to me or hit him up. But this is who I pay to do my. my I could go through Mozzie and there's a lot of guys out there, but um, I trust him. You know what I mean? And he hasn't shown me any other things. Sometimes I do get a little mad because he will go down there and do a <laughs> little bet, and he won't tell me. I'll be like, bro, you gotta tell me. But that's my brother, man. Uh, that's my guy. And he, and he, and he we, we, we've made, we made money together, and we'll continue to, uh, we'll continue to, we'll continue to, we'll continue to do it because um, I'm not really a better, um, but I bet on myself, and I do. So I can't say I'm not really like a sports better, but I do bet on myself. Um, I, I, I push the limits to the, with this shit, and you know, and I'm, I'm crazy, and I don't give a fuck. I, I do what I want to do because when it's all said and done. This motherfucker laid in that bed by itself, and he had to push himself every fucking day. Everybody that you think is gonna be a friend, all the bad bitches, all the guys that are coming around, all these motherfuckers that claim they're your friends. Soon as some real shit go on, who the fuck is really there is what matters. You know what I'm saying? And um, you 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 found out firsthand. I found out firsthand. Like I don't trust anybody no more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't trust nobody I don't trust anymore. Nobody, bro. Like I don't give a fuck who you are. Like um, I barely trust my mama, man. And you know what I'm saying? I barely trust my shadow. And that motherfucker might act funny. I might have to check his ass. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker's moves mm-hmm. a little too funny. You know, what I'm saying? You, know what I'm saying? you know what I'm saying? On that back end. But nah, man, it, it's it's just amazing. Steve is a great guy, funny dude, very humble, very solid, very courageous, very ambitious. Um, and I see him going to the top with the sports betting shit. I think I don't I don't see no one fucking with him. Um, you got it. It's a gift. 
it's a gift. I've seen guys go down to the casino and try it, and they're fucking off thousands, thousands. Yeah. It's discipline, man. It's thousands of dollars of this went down the drain of a sports bet. And, I, and when and when I seen it, when I seen this, I was like, man, because I I never forget. It was like seven months ago. I put in my Corvette, the red joint, and you see me, you like, oh, she got a Corvette, and you was that's the first time I seen you walking. And I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, this thing is walking. I couldn't I couldn't even believe it. And he's driving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're telling your back, you're back driving your car now. I'm back driving. I got a little uh it's like a little hand, like a little stick handheld. Is it thing. hard to use? No, nah, it's easy. It just took a few a few what couple twenty minutes, ten minutes. Back moving. Getting where you gotta go. Easily. <laughs> so what's what's next for Steve? What's next? Uh, Any more music? You still sports betting? Uh, I, kinda, I don't know. I don't know about the music. I kind of fell off the music. It's never too late, though. Yeah, it's never too late. It's just, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Maybe, maybe even a little triggering to kind of try to be back into that realm. Yeah. And that and that music because I felt like all that kind of stuff kind of led, led to where it was. Yeah, it's toxic, man. A lot yeah. of jealousy and shit. Everyone always asks me, "Why don't you back rap, Taz?" I'm like, I. I I, I love it from the artistic standpoint. And if I do get back in the studio, which I probably will do, because I, I, I like I like making, composing, the artist part of it, composing, making music, the beats, the symphonies, the, the claps, the snares, things like that. That 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 touches my soul. As far as like trying to be out here and really like rapping and, you know, uh, I just, it's too much for me. You know, it's too much. A lot of hate right. come with it. Dangerous game. Um, I'm a businessman. I like podcast space. I'll bring some of them rappers onto my podcast and, you know, let them have their platform. And, you know, I just want to, I'm a fan of the business and, and a fan of the, of the, of the, of the creative space. But as far as like me doing it, I just don't, you know, it brings a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It it's is. expensive as fuck. I ain't gonna lie. I spend so much money. I should, I should have fucking 50 Rolls Royces right now for how much I spent in music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of money. I lost a lot of friends in music, people doing shady business. So, you know, um, yeah, but no, so, you know, we'll see. But so you, you, you're you going to continue the sports bet, though, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Wait, I'm waiting for a bet today to cash. Yeah, we might be going to do a bet right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, man, anything you want to tell the people out there, man, before we wrap this up and um, let them know, you know, what, what, where, can they, where can they find Steve? Uh, on Instagram, it's uh, Real Scuba Steve. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty, yeah, that's, and, that's the only account I'm really working on right now. Okay. It's just Instagram. Instagram, okay. And like I said, man, he got he got some picks, man. He gets he gives he gives picks uh, daily picks. And if you want to um, get some daily picks, you know, just have your money right, have your chips right, because it's gonna cost you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and you just want to slide by and just see, like, what did, what did Steve win today? Yeah, yeah. Go on Instagram. Look, he gonna post his winnings. All right, he <laughs> says winning. Post up every it's day. fun. I, I like it. Like I said, I, I get I get. It's fun, man. I'm just entering a new space with it. It's fun. I we we lose, we win, and, and when we win, it, it feels great. When I, when I get that when I get that call, hey. Bro, we hit. Uh, I was at dinner last week, and he said we hit. Oh, let's go. Yeah, you just go about your day, not worrying. Yeah, about I it. might worry about. If we lose, I, if we lose, I'm like, damn, you know what I mean. But when we win, I'm like, hell yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that's part of it, man. It's just love, and that the betting game is becoming so big now. It's it's huge now. I mean, it's been big, but now it's like it's becoming huge, especially in our area. Oh yeah, it's huge right now. So we got guys like him doing our thing, and you know, I'm gonna keep rocking with my guy Steve, man. I, I thought it was very important to bring him on this podcast and. Man, just remember, you guys, man, whatever you complaining about, remember, somebody would love to be in a position of different in their life. You know what I mean? You you might think you're having a bad day, but 
it could always be worse, man. And he's testimony of that. And look at him. He's back betting, handling business, walking, moving fingers, toes, hands, everything. So whenever it gets ugly, remember, that's not the end of it. Your life can change in one year. And he's testimony of that. So, you know, um, once yeah. again, we want to give my man his flowers. Keep being courageous. Keep being great. Keep killing the motherfucking books, boy. That's the plan. You know what I mean? And, uh, man, we're going to keep rocking. That's uh, my guy. Like I said, I, I think I think I see us in Vegas in the near future. I think he's going he's gonna to have to go to Vegas because once he clears them out down there in Fife, they're going to be like, eh. You know what <laughs> I mean? this guy out. Yeah, get him out of here. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think I'm heading to Vegas myself and, I want I want big things for my guy, man. I want I want I want I want to see him go to the top. He deserves it, man. God gave him a second chance of life. He went through his testimony. He uh he's he's prolific. And uh, you know, we we only want people like that around us, man. And so keep being that guy, man. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Keep staying you. solid, man. Keep being a good dude. And uh man, we love you, Steve, you know, and um has the person that was involved in this been apprehended? Yeah, he actually went on the run. Mm-hmm. So Apparently, immediately after hitting me, he shoots to the house because remember I said it was only five less than five minutes away. Uh, grabs his stuff, gets his girl, his kid, everything. Try to grab what they could, and they just left the house and never went back. Uh, it took a minute, about eight months. So he was on the run for eight months. The whole time I'm in the hospital, the whole time I finally get out, still going through rehab and everything. Uh, stumbling upon pictures of him this whole time he was up at the uh, fair having a having a ball trying to live like nothing happened Jalfair? yeah up, uh, there's pictures of him on his mom's facebook of him up at the fair him having a family family gatherings and just acting like nothing happened so uh that, that shit was that shit was pissed me off a little bit to see that okay you just yeah. You really fixed yourself to be like, oh, you're my brother. Like, literally would call me his brother, loves me, blah, blah, blah yada, yada, to hit, fucking paralyze me. And then you just out just living your life while I fucking can't pick up my kids no more, can't play with them, can't do anything. That shit was crazy. But, yeah, they finally caught him uh, like eight months later up in San Diego. Booked ever since, ever since, uh, like, January. Damn. It's wild. Damn, life's wild, man. Well, that's, man, that's going to be the wrap for this episode. I believe it's episode 15 of Chopping It Up. Um, Man, shout out to Steve. Big sports betting. Big dog in the casino. <laughs> handling his business. We getting shit done. It's your boy. 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 It's your boy, Tasman Holloway, man. Chopping it up, man. I'll see y'all in the next one. Shout out to my boy, Steve. Shout out to my boy, Nipsey. Chopping it up. And once again, I'll tell you guys all the time, man. Even if you think it's hard, man, it can always be worse. Just keep going. Keep kicking. You're already in the fire. Just keep going and keep growing. I'll see y'all next one, man. Peace.